are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Faith is a substance. It's a raw material. Faith is the ability to conceive the Word of God. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. That means things desired. What about hope? Hope is a goal setter. Hope has no ability to cause manifestation of the promise. But without hope, you'd give up. You must have hope. Let me give you an illustration. It's one of the best illustrations I've come up with that help you understand hope and faith. You see that box on that wall over there? That's called a thermostat. That thermostat is connected to the heart of a unit outside this building that is a central unit that produces the weather in this building. Either hot or cold. Whatever you need, it'll produce it. It has the ability. It was designed by the fellow that engineered that thing to control the temperature of this building. Now that unit out there, it may be on the roof or outside, it will not cook your food. It will not iron your clothes. It will not answer the telephone. It wasn't designed for that. It's designed for one reason. That is to control the weather inside this building. It was designed to do that. It knows how to do it. You don't have to fast and pray that it'll work. I mean, generally speaking, you know. <laughs> but now you see, there's a goal setter on the wall. That thermostat is not the unit. It is a goal setter. Hope is a goal setter. See, hope is up here in the head, in the natural realm. Hope is a goal setter. But it has no power to cause the manifestation. In other words, you see some people do some things sometimes. There's always people that misunderstand the faith message. They go out and do squirrely things, and then the people think that's the way we taught it. Now, if you were to go out here in the boonies and drag a guy into service that had never seen electricity, he doesn't know anything about air conditioning, and you were to set him back there on the back seat and turn that thermostat and it start getting cool in here, he's going to start looking at that thing. After a while, he's going to want to know, what is that thing? You say, well, that's thermostat. Where do you get one of them? See, now, what he's got in his mind, he's going to get one and go nail it on his cabin wall. Boy, that little box is the beatingest thing I ever saw. Cool this whole building. And that's what a lot of people have done. They thought faith works out of the head. Oh, if I can just muster up some faith. Just mental assent. Try to work it out of the head. Faith won't work in the head. It'll give you a headache. Jesus said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart. Didn't say not doubt in your head. Let me tell you something. You can doubt in your head and still have faith in your heart. And it'll still work. But you can't have doubt in your heart and faith in your head and get it to work. Faith must be in the heart. You can't keep the devil from putting doubt in your mind. If you won't speak it, it'll die unborn. When you begin to speak doubt, it becomes unbelief. But if you'll put it to death, starve it to death. Now the goal setter is up here, the brain. What you say sets the goals of your life. It sets the cornerstones of your life. That's why it's so important 
to say what God said, regardless of what you face. I mean, say what God said. Now, that box has no ability to heat and cool this building. But yet, without that box, that unit can't heat and cool this building. It has nothing to control it. So when you walk over there and dial 70 degrees in that thermostat, you've created a problem for the heart of that unit sitting outside this building when it's 90 degrees in here. But you don't have to fast and pray. You don't have to pray to God that it'll work. You just go on and mind your own business, and after a while it'll get cool in here. Why? Because that unit was designed to do that. The human spirit, or what the Bible calls the heart, was designed of God to produce, lead you to, cause the wisdom of God to come to you and draw from God's understanding a way to cause the things you say to come to pass. When you speak healing and health, it sends an impulse down to the heart and says, find a way to bring it about. It's in your mouth and then in your heart. You remember Proverbs says, write these things upon the table of your heart. How are you going to write them on your heart? David found out and he said, my tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. What you speak goes directly into the heart and becomes the goal, you see. It's set. It's set by the words you speak, by the things you say. A fellow that says, well, you watch and see, I get a good job, I always lose it. He set the cornerstones of his life. He'll do things that'll make him get in strife with his boss, and he doesn't know why he does it. But he planted the seed. You see, the heart of that unit is designed to produce whatever you dial into it. And when you dial prosperity, health, wisdom, direction of God into the goal setter here, by the words you speak, it makes a demand on the kingdom inside you to produce it. And it'll work day and night to find out a way to do it. Paul said in the first chapter of Corinthians, What man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. In other words, he said, man and spirit knows all about him, and God's spirit knows all about God. Then if you get those two spirits together, you've contacted the source of all knowledge and wisdom. So we make a demand on that kingdom that is within us. Go with me over to Mark's Gospel, the fourth chapter, where Jesus explains how the kingdom of God works, the kingdom that is within you. Mark 4, let's look at verse 26. And he said, So is the kingdom of God as if a man cast seed into the ground. And he should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. Now somebody say, Well, I don't understand how what I say directs my life so much. Well, you're perfectly scriptural. Jesus said you wouldn't know how. But the things you're saying is the thing that is determining what you will do in the future. Have you ever noticed that you never do anything without saying it first? Well, I'm going to town. Honey, I'm going to the office. I'm going to do this. We're made that way. God always did that. He never did anything without saying it first. 
He'd tell the devil what he's going to do, then do it. The power of the word, the spoken word. Now here Jesus tells you how this kingdom works within you. The kingdom of God's if a man cast a seed into the ground. Now let's stop and find out what seed he's talking about. Back up to the 14th verse when he explains the parable of the sower here. The sower soweth the word. So there's no doubt what he's talking about, the seed. The word is the seed. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. And when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and take away the word that was sown in their hearts. Now notice where you sow the word. The word is sown in the hearts of men or mankind. So what do we have here? The parable of the sower is showing you four different conditions of the same saw. There's the stony saw, there's the thorny saw, there's the wayside saw, and there's the good saw. The saw he's referring to is the heart. Where's the kingdom? In here. Kingdom of God's within you. He says, so is the kingdom of God as if a man cast seed into the ground. Now, see, we've missed it in that we have decided, sometimes we got this idea that, well, these natural things have nothing to do with spiritual things when it's the opposite. Natural things show you exactly how spiritual things work. The Apostle Paul said that in Romans, the first chapter. He said, the invisible things from him, from the creation of the world, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even the eternal power in the Godhead. That's why Jesus talked about sowing seeds and reaping harvests, seed time and harvest, and shepherds and sheepfolds. He opened his mouth in parables and spoke things that had been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Now here he tells you that the sower sows the word, he sows it in the heart. Now he's speaking specifically of a man receiving the word to be saved, but he works in every other area. And then he said, the kingdom of God's if a man cast seed into the ground, he should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. Now what is the earth? The earth has already been established to be the heart of man. That's what brings forth the fruit. You remember the heart of this unit out here that produces, designed to produce what you make a demand on? The kingdom of God within you is designed of God to produce everything that you make a demand on. From the Word of God, scripturally from the Word of God and from the promises of God, if you make a demand on it according to the scripture, the power is within the kingdom to cause the manifestation of that. And that's the way the kingdom works. You go to the Word of God, you find the word seed of the promise. You speak it into the heart. You send an impulse there and says, find a way to get abundance here because I have lack right now. You make a demand on the kingdom of God and the promise of God. And you become a partaker of the divine nature of God, which the spiritual power force within you will bring to you reveal to you or lead you to give you the knowledge of how to cause it to come to pass. Can you say amen? amen? God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed by the broadcast. Now, our offer this week is book offer number 7502. It's called The Tongue, A Creative Force. 
193-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling that deals with the power of the spoken word and how it can change your life for the better or it can change your life for the worse, depending on how you use words. Now, this offer, again, is offer 7502, The Tongue Creative Force, and I know this book will be a blessing to you. The first chapter is entitled Words. God's word that is conceived in your heart, then formed by the tongue, spoken out of your own mouth, becomes a spiritual force, releasing the ability of God within you. Now, so many people don't understand that when you speak God's word after him, it has power in it. And you release the ability of God. You release the angels when you begin to proclaim what God said. I don't have time to preach it here. I'd like to. But these are some of the chapter titles. first chapter is entitled Words. It talks about how that we use words wrongly sometimes and get us in a heap of trouble. In other words, the laws that govern electricity. If you violate those laws... It may kill you. Now, it'll cook your food. It'll be a blessing to you if you deal with it properly. But if you violate the laws of electricity, it may kill you. And words spoken, if we just let our mouth talk all kinds of talk, it can do you in. That's offer number 7502, 193-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.